Astrologist together with September Run on the near side. Levante led them, but it's over on the far side. Rockin' Horse, Rockin' Horse in front. It's going to be an absolute boil over. Rockin' Horse won the new market. Welcome back to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I'm joined in studio by John Walter, Death Warmed Up. Do you even exist anymore, Walt? No. Does anyone After talk Monday, to you? Tuesday this week, mate. No, no. <laughs> No, Josh Barr doesn't talk to me. Tim Clark doesn't talk to me. Not even Mark Van Gestel talks to me anymore. You're not allowed to talk to anyone anyway. No. Why would anyone want to talk to me? Only, only, only trolls. Trolls only now. <laughs> oh, we got one last night. We'll fire up. DK, how are you, mate? Uh, surely uh, you're happy ha- this week. Oh, happy St. Patrick's Day. And I'm glad to see, I didn't see, but Walt's got the green. I mean, I didn't have a green top. We're supposed to wear, you know, green, lucky green, unlucky green at the races. You're not supposed to wear it, but. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Walt's got the green on. I'm going all right. I, uh... Oh, well, I've just got to throw it up, actually, all morning. Watching um... The best thing I saw last night before I went to bed was the Luke Beveridge spray he gave that journo. <laughs> and then get up this morning and put on Twitter and watch all his reporter mates go in the bat for him and all that. Like, leave me out of self-important journos, especially those sports journos, please. But uh, so, yeah, no, I'm going about as good as Luke Beveridge. What about you, Nico? It's a good time to be alive, isn't it? Footy's back. Group one racing, Golden Slipper weekend, All Star Mile, uh, no up and about for sure. It's a, it's a cracker and it just doesn't stop. But just uh, all the Group one action. And let's quickly talk about the new market. Uh, Craig Newer, how do you find the fence? Oh, he was he was drawn barrier two, I think, and then he found the outside fence. Did he walk the track, or did any of them walk but the track and realise like, that the inside... You can't really hammer him, can you? Because what was there, nine There's a lot of one-shots them. on the inside and the rest on the outside? So they all obviously all thought Fell the outside was the spot. They must have. Nico? Yeah, I agree. Like, what, 99 times out of 100, there's the outside's the place to be in the straight, and then the one big race of the year, it's not. Uh, just bad luck. All, all, the big, all the big chances are out there. Like, And then Paddy Maloney and that side, oh, Frog, we're actually all these 100 to 1 chances. We're going to stick down the rail and give ourselves a chance down there. And he says, no, leave me out of that. Leave me out of that. What am I going to tell the owners there? Just a strange race, wasn't it? Like, I don't know how well, else it was. It was the high pressure. Well, well, was it high pressure? Bossy, Bossy didn't seem to think it was high yeah. pressure. He thought they went slow, didn't he? I saw or something, something. And he's thinking, what's going on there anyway? Gee, boss. Gee, boss. Gee, boss. Yeah, boss. My God. I would have thought. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> 15 lengths above to the 600 metre mark. Like high pressure. A, it busted them all. I yeah. saw Dan O'Sullivan's thing. He said, he said the Home Affairs has never gone that fast. The top 10 first 600s ever down the straight in history or something like that. Mm. That's how fast it went. Bossy said, and that's, oh, they like, went slow. that's such a rarity. You see that fast run race down the straight. Yeah. It's just a. Such a perplexing race to get your head around. I, I don't know. I'd be just forgiving of horses that didn't run up to their best there because they've, you know, lost and running went absolutely awful. Home Affairs was disappointing. Master Crusader was okay. It's just one of those pear-shaped races. You look at the result and you say, yeah, how, you know? Yeah. Hundred, hundreds beats 80s and God knows what the first trifecta and first fight didn't even see to pay the pool or whatever. But it was just crackers beat knackers and this is that. So it's just one of those results where you just, when you're doing the post races, oh, well, can't explain it, move on. I think I'm just what, dirty. I wasn't an Artorias for the maximum pain. Finally, finally draws a gate where it's going to be. Sick. I wasn't on it. Hmm, it's going to be interesting to see how Artorias shapes up over in Europe. I think our sprinters generally go okay over there, and I think he's more of a fourteen hundred type horse. Oh, have anyway. they ever travelled one, or are they going to give it to another trainer, or what's the story? Because Anthony Friedman's not really one that's going to be getting on a plane to Europe. I wouldn't imagine. Give it to Mick Costa. Far out. Wow. How have they plucked him? Of all people, like good luck to him, absolutely, and he's going well. But how, like, about the sixth or seventh best trainer in Queensland, going to Dubai on eighty-three million a year? Like, good luck to him, absolutely, good luck to him. But it's just a weird go. Mm. No, he's uh, he's done well. He's come a long way in a very short time. A uh, little hat tip to Walt uh, Duais. You found it. Could be a moral. Could be a moral. Could be a moral. Was a moral. All and all, he was using in multis, and you know, not many collects there, but. Um, yeah, geez, it was good, wasn't it? Strong late, like he was dead set right, Josh. Like he, he not not to go to Melbourne is his main play, and um, he thinks she could be a horse that could knock up winning a few weight for age races. He might be right off the back of that. Mm, you're impressed by it, Nico? Big figures at punting form. Yeah, another brutal run race, absolutely brutal. The Australian Cup, I think they went twelve above there. So now uh, I think it maybe brought out the best horse. Uh, I think it was good. I think they all head maybe towards a tankard now. Sort of looking at. The programming um, with the Ramvet this weekend, when very elegant tackles three runners or whatever. So I think it was a way to ride Spanish Mission, though. I don't, I don't think it wasn't like he hasn't gone nah. and barbecued himself in front. Now, it's a proper Group One race, Group One tempo. 
he's a he's got a roll along. He's and a big, strong one pacer. They need to return there somewhere. Like they've obviously paid a bit of money for him after he's running the Melbourne Cup. So, um, yeah, I thought the way the way to ride him was to make it a staying test, wasn't it? And <laughs> you know, he's the best stayer in the field, but he wasn't the best horse on the day. I think that's pretty no, much two, how it two good out. horses that sort of got past him late, aren't they? I mean, but in reality, do us and think it over. So. And what about Ho Ho Cup? I know it followed the winner all the way, but gee whiz, Mitch Friedman's got it going all right. Sydney Cup, when we ever get to that one's that in a couple of weeks, I suppose, but gee yeah, couldn't, whiz. Couldn't get out of its own way, sort of at the back end of its Hong Kong career, and now it's absolutely flying. Ooh. Had like proper Group 1 form early days in Hong Kong, yeah. so maybe it's just getting somewhere uh, near back to that level. Well, quick one for you. Uh, New South Wales NBL still can't get on the day before? Can't get on day off? What are you talking about? Uh, no, no, nothing. No change. Nothing changed in, what, five years or something? Are they going to look at it? Are they going to uh, going to correct it? Are they interested? I think you're asking the wrong person. <laughs> you're asking the wrong person. I don't know who the right person is, but yeah, just seems bizarre. The whole yeah, like they're just trying to shrink. It's weird, New South Wales. They just want to put prize money up and and spend spend all the money that comes in from punters, but don't want to increase it. I don't know why they don't want to help fund more prize money and do things like that. But anyway, mm. yeah, real weird one now uh, with. Uh... The New South Wales NBLs, uh, a friend of the show just sent us uh, that one in for a bit of a question, but um, we'll try and do some digging and uh, we might get our friend Chris Roots to uh, find the uh, the explanation. Oh, he's he, the man. He's <laughs> the man. He, well, he's the man who can get to the man, but he won't be able to post the answers, but that's all right. <laughs> all right. Another, uh, another one that popped up during the week, uh, another little punter's gripe, is the top flux scenario, and this one's uh, Oriental Legend. So this uh, it's an interesting one. Gillum's one? Yeah, Matty yeah. Gillum uh, sent this one in. So three ten was the official uh, top flight price, and you can swim in three thirty, three forty, three fifty, and three twenty. DK, this is just absolute insanity, and uh, I, I bet a lot of bit of top flight business. Well, even if the top flight is wrong, sorry, even if the SP's wrong, hmm. the top flight must be wrong. Surely, it's crazy. How does how does it not oh, got to be wrong? Not a, not be, not be greater than three ten because it's only. It's only taken from a certain, like even though there's now there's 70 bookies or something like that, the, the official price only is relative to what, six or eight of them, isn't it, or something like that? I don't, yeah, but I, there wasn't one that was 310, or sure. No, exactly. So they're all 330, 350, 340, 320, yeah. and then I just don't understand how that could be the, the fluctuation. So yeah, I who's, mean, he, who's in control of, of it now? I don't even know who's in control of well, it. Well, then punters are just being robbed for well, how long is this been going on for? A lot of the top flight punters, and I'm one of them, you sort of bet and then get on with things and you just figure out what the price is going to be later. Like That's mm. the beauty of the top yeah, You, you don't hope. have to sit there and wait yeah, yeah, yeah. because it's a game of trying to take the price and anticipate the market. And then if you miss the early price, which most people do, and you only bet race day, like top flock used to be a great product, but bookie, uh, bookies are just is, absolutely robbing punters. If that's the uh, if, if that's the output, 310, like they're giggling. Pretty normal too that you see something blow hard late in the betting, which you know they're pretty aggressive now pushing things. Yet the top flux doesn't catch it. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. a, and they they may go off quick or whatever. I don't understand. Like it's got to be there for twenty eight point six four seconds or something. I, I really don't. And this is like, where do you find the literature on what actually goes classifies into it? it. Well, yeah. DK's out. He's out in then. Yeah, no, oh, yeah, I, I know it's a constant. I've spoke Gillo. I've spoken to Gillo. It's a constant bane of Gillo's, and he's he's at the coal face every day watching it happen and playing on most races. So um, I can send it through to Sam Prendergast or something at, at RV and. See what he says because it uh, it doesn't it doesn't make sense just looking at that for sure. Needs uh, needs a please explain. It's uh, it's as big a rob as uh, some of the deduction rorts that are out there. Today's show is an absolute cracker. We'll get on with things. Uh, it's All Star Mile and Slipper Weekend. Nico's going to have a look at the All Star Mile. We'll touch upon the Alistair Clark. Uh, Terry Layton's back. The Impact Stakes Day is uh, at Ascot. He was very unlucky uh, last time he was on the show. Utgard Loki nearly won at twenty one dollars. Uh, just didn't have luck pressing out and. Tell you what, a few punters would be absolutely on the floor. I think he got about four sixty or four eighty the place. Regardless, uh, Mug Punner, uh, he's back. South, he he got South speak last week, last Friday. I was watching the game. It's great to have rugby league back and the Good AFL. Punner. But we knew we were off. Yeah, once. we knew we were off. At least he gave us three days' notice to, to, that we could, we couldn't collect or whatever it was. That was the main thing that you knew they were going to come out and go like busted three humpers. And I've never seen South put in a worse performance in about eight years. That they could be gone good. for the season. I've never. That was probably the worst game of football I've seen, uh, and I love that the, the the Broncos supporters are up and about. I'm like, if that's if that's what you've got, yeah, yeah, good luck. Oh, the mug butter. It was his birthday on Tuesday. Yeah, I reckon the mug the mug is his grey hair. He gets a bit of greys. Oh. Oh. A bit like some. 
he's still living at home with mum, so he can't be. Oh, surely he can't be that old still living at home with mum. He'd be in eighth grade or something, wouldn't he? Eighth grade. <laughs> I'm going to say 33. He's not 30. He's got to have moved out at home. He's not he's 30, mate. 30. Can't be after he's not the, 30, mate. Can't be after 30. There's no way you can home. eat what he eats and be 30 in a lot. I don't know. I can 35. It's a good one. <laughs> we might 35. Put, it, put it out on Twitter. That's hard. 35. Not sure. All right. Top sports steamers. Shelby 66 last week at $8. I laughed at it. I thought it was a bit of a gag. I couldn't believe the horse ran. Uh, so too good for us. So uh, big apology. What about the run of the other horse of his that just started running past group horses late when it should have been carrying 25 kilos less than what it did at the, at the weight scale and Jalbari or something? Oh, my God. I'm going around to Danny's for a burger this week. I, I, I need a lift. <laughs> I need to go there as well. Oh, shake, oh, yeah, fries. Uh, something that uh, I swear by is Manscaped. It's, uh, it travels well with me. The weed whacker here. Uh, we've got the lawnmower and the weed whacker. But uh, when you start to get to my vintage, I'm, uh, I'm 38 at the moment. So these ones are good for the nose. And if you've got uh, hairs growing out your ears, which I don't yet, some people I do. do. So you haven't got a foot long every now and then I find one and it's just like I could swing off it. The uh, I still haven't charged the, the other thing and it's still going strong, the lawnmower or whatever the hell it is. I can't believe it. You, I've you never even charged it since it's been out the box. It's, a, it's like a Superman of uh, weed whackers. Yeah, they're, no, they're very good. The lawnmower's uh, good for the all-over show. DK uses it as well and uh, I love this one just up the beat. Clear the runways. It's uh, fantastic. So 20% off for everyone at home. Make sure you try it. Get it... Uh, at both Australian and the uh, the US stores, doesn't matter, just manscaped.com and type in Little Birdie and you get uh, 20% off. Absolute uh, game changer for me. And uh, Alana loves it too, my missus. All right, let's have a look at uh, Sydney. Walter, you're a sucker for punishment. I I, I usually see these big staying races and just run the other way. I'm, so uh, do I. I'm a scared panda, especially uh, after No Compromise and Jay Ford. And I guess Waller just has such a strong hand on him, so I... I, I usually run the other way in Sydney. I don't uh, bet up. But uh, Queen's Cup here, over 2,400, is one of the uh, races that uh, Mr. Great. Walter wants to have a look at. And Surefire, the import that won at uh, Big Odds, I think. Uh, fresh and a real nice uh, Chris Waller play. 460 into 440 at Top Sport. Zarek, Zarek uh, 440, no compromise. The horse we back last up, $5. Mighty Beal, $6. Lunsi, $6.50, Knight's Order. Uh, $16, Nickajack Cave, 20 and uh, better the rest. But uh, it's always tricky with uh, some of these horses pressing on to the Sydney Cup, so you just don't know who has the handlebars down or not. But uh, Zarek is the horse that uh, you're going to have. No, the, the Zarek race, I'm surprising you. I'm surprising you. But you you had the right thing, handlebars down. The little bloke in front the way I'm chasing here this week. The okay. Knight's Order, the mighty Knight's Order. Zarek was enormous here, sort of had to work a little bit early and... Ended up trailing Knight's Order, who was first up. It was second up, going 14 to 2. And, uh, you know, look at these horses, nice and strong late. They did have a bit of a, a pattern in their favour here, for sure, but they did run time, and both were vulnerable. Lunsey just gets past Knight's Order there late. And, uh, and as I said, Knight's Order was first up. It gets a really soft lead on the weekend. Uh, that run under its belt, I think, was it had a fair time off before then, and we're getting $16 each way, as opposed to sort of $4 about Zarek and... Um, whatever Lunty's is five or six dollars. That Surefire certainly found um, a race where they went they went crazy first up, and and uh, it can improve as well, no doubt. But I just thought it looked pretty pretty one paced, and uh, like I'm definitely scared of Zarek again off that run. But I think sixteen dollars each way, uh, Knight's order is insanity. Mm. It's one twice second up as well, and it's just typical gay. Send him out the front. Send him out the front. Rose Hill. <coughs> Hopefully it won't be uh, crazy wet, but it doesn't matter with this horse. It, you know, it's one over. To his mile anyway. It's gonna. You don't want him to go fast as he did first up, but you don't want you know you can bowl on it. This sort of horse. It's a shame that um, uh, you know JPO he's going okay anyway, but um, he he can ride these horses okay, and but it's pretty hard to stuff this horse up to be fair. Mm. All right. Any uh any thoughts there, lads? Oh well, how good's uh Gay and Bot? Like this horse rode the speed in a brutal run, Melbourne Cup. He looked like he was absolutely gone last prep. First up over two thousand, he runs enormous. Like uh, he's a He's a horse that at his, like he got into the cup, like winning his way through a bunch of races through sort of last winter, and then he completely dropped off the map in the spring. But at his best, he'd be right in a race like this. And I think off the first up run, you could say he's nearing somewhere towards that for sure. May have worked well Tuesday. <laughs> okay, the price is going to disappear very quickly. So if you're watching this show early, uh, get involved and uh, 
You better you better tell your, your fans in the racing watch chat group. I will. You're I, will just, I don't want to get lynched. Show. I don't want to get lynched. Otherwise, I might have to borrow that hat to go in there. But the um, going over that race board, there are a couple there that will be having a little sniff around. If no compromise, he's put Jay Ford on again. If it's not stone cold setting itself for the Sydney Cup alone, and Jesus, I, I'm, I have another dead, and then JC. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure that um, Mighty Bill's not the same sort of horse on top of the ground, and hmm. I'm not really sure it runs 2400 either. Like it's a, it may be on a dry track with a soft run, but I don't. Uh, I think it's sub 2000. It's it just a, looks a really nice each way go. Hmm. Uh, the Rose Hill Guineas is a good race. Animo Converge, Profondo, Forgot You, Profondo dropped out poorly. Uh, as we said, Dolan's been boned. Forgot You's. Uh, interesting run i don't know if dk's given it life yet but uh the interesting one was converge i thought your horse johnny mm. synthetic hoof, hoof yeah it's fine is it all right yeah it's nothing just really um cosmetic it's not um nothing that'll affect the horse at all so that was only had a heart attack when i saw that myself but it, it looks a good watch race like you don't know what profondo's going to do no one mm. does you'd have to take it on um if it was short you know sort of four or five to one would probably get out a bit north of that and and it looks like it's going to map a lot better than converge and and Animo, and they're both short enough. So I think it's just a good watch race, that one. Mm. Profondo drawn six, uh, Converge eight, and Animo nine. It just sets up for a, it a d- tactical affair. It and- does. And Converge is probably more worried about the Doncaster. Uh, so you, I imagine that it's not their, their race to press and mm. have a hard run 2000. So I'd assume that Animo and Converge go back and Profondo goes forward and It'll be a race of tactics. Mm. The George Road is interesting. Uh, DK's horse, Moanga. I'm a bit of a Moanga man. And you hate the horse; it's your nemesis. So I just want to I treat don't you. I hate it. I just wish that uh, that Skylab was a little bit better than it that day in the <laughs> Rose Hill Guineas, was it? But um, yeah, that that's actually a good race, and I think they did the right thing, scratching Converge out of it because it looks far more competitive and tougher to win than the um, the Rose Hill Guineas probably is. But it's a uh, yeah. I haven't gone through the George Rider too 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 quick uh, too much, but it's, it does look a good competitive race on paper. Mm, very elegant. Goes around a dollar thirty as well. But uh, what a race that is! The dollar thirty race with uh, with. On Tont, $17, beaten 15 lengths last start, going up to a Group 1. Sikandrabad, uh, the, the horse from Melbourne that I'd never heard of, it went okay first up. What's he called? A misery. Uh, thing of misery. misery. Yeah, it went okay. Um, Montefiore is the only real horse down the bottom that mm. again, comes out of that slow run race that Dewey and, and those horses come out of. The same is very elegant, but it's the only real challenge, of, it looks like. like Anyway, mm, a lot of prize money floating around for uh, not much cattle. It's not really a dollar thirty horse either, though. Very elegant, isn't? I know she's super <laughs> honest and puts in every time, but it's she's not like dynamic. Mm. All right, the big one uh, is the Golden Slipper here. Uh, odds courtesy of Top Sport and Cool and Gatter's the favourite here, four dollars eighty. How do I say this one? Sherjan Dan. Said you done. Said you done. Seven dollars. She's extreme. has been uh, the mover, 12 into 8.50. Best of Bordeaux, 11 and 9. Fireburn, $11. Jack and O, 15 into 11. Russian Conquest, 9 out to 16. Just been clipped into $15. And uh, Revolutionary Miss, $16. Queen of the Balls, 17. Dormier, Nico's uh, Ruffy from the Blue Diamond, $20. Seven Vales. Walt tipped that up last start at a good price, 34 into 26. And uh, you can get better S7X, another familiar name. For watchers of the show, thirty-four dollars rise to the masses, forty-one. Malane's um, the uh, big bolter here at uh, seventy-one dollars. Don't know where he's at, but uh, he's an emergency, so he may not get a start. Uh, let's have a look at uh, a couple of little replays. Uh, we're sort of looking outside the obvious and outside uh, Cool and Gatter, really, just coming off a funny prep. But he's best of Bordeaux. Did all the work early, Walt? No, it didn't. That's not the right race. Yes, it is. Change colours. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so he got, he got caught wide, and then obviously the fence was horrendous here, and it'll be interesting. It's just so hard to line them up. You've got uh, horses that have failed, like OJ. Uh, Magic's come out and, and not run as well with the the fast tempo in its favour like it did this day. Boyfriend's there, sort of battled away. Is that Sajardin right down there? So, so he's first up. Queen of the Balls come out and won the Black Opal. So it, it's difficult to line this form up, but one thing you can say about this horse is that it certainly didn't have anything in its favour that day. It's, it's caught wide, had to make an early move. They've gone really quick. It's gone back to the inside, and it's just how much you tack on to its performance for that inside uh, section that, that looked poisonous on the day uh, to how good a performance it was. But to me, like going back, it's it's the one horse that's done something out of all of them mm. that, that was could be special. You know, like there's nothing, no horse with X Factor in the race. Horses like I, like I've marked She's Extreme, second favourite behind uh, Best of Bordeaux, and, and I can't get Cool and Gatter too far away from them simply because... Um, it's just got some talent that a lot of them don't have, you know. Like it, it's had, it's got a horrible preparation, and 
and it's got plenty of uh, against it on Saturday, but I don't have it anywhere near as short as it, it, it is in betting, but I've sort of got $8 the field, and best of all those, the one I kept coming back to is the one that could be Something. special. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, twelve hundred meters might be the only query there, but um... yeah, I'm not. I'm not even concerned about that one little bit. Okay, I, I'm more worried about the ride, like what they do. But he does look like he's drawn ideally to sort of cruise across into the first four or five. There's not a huge amount of speed, and a horse like um, Rise of the Masses is going to have to carve across from the outside. Uh, and there's not too many mad on paces, and he, he doesn't want to probably see a horse like Sweet Ride get in the race. Seven Veils has got a decision. It's a nice horse. It's mm. a horse. Let's have a look got, at that replay. Yeah, Russian Conquest and uh, Seven Veils here. So it was forced out of its comfort zone here, I think, Seven Veils, but it did have the pattern in its favour, so uh, headed forward. And then I, I just, I, I'm very wary of Russian Conquest down the outside because the Phillies are so strong compared to the Colts this year uh, for the majority. But I just, geez, if they get it to win off this run, Russian Conquest, they went quick here and just, Looks very weak late. You've got a maiden kicking back inside it. Uh, I know a maiden won the race, but um, like, and I know that they've done it a million times with horses mm. like uh, what's that, Capitalist, and and a million others. But uh, yeah, she's one I probably decided to risk after it drew horribly in the race, Russian Conquest. But uh, it's a big price, though. It's not out of sixteen dollars. I was surprised that it was that big a price. So so was I in comparison to Cool and Gatter, who hasn't been seen. So oh, at exactly. Least I'd rather run, right? I'd rather that horse. Yeah, I'd had the... a run, but I, I you know I know that I was against Cool and Gatter that day in the Gold Coast, but it was purely on price. And you've got to say that Cool and Gatter is definitely a better horse potentially than than Rocket and Conquest. So there's got to be a, a gap in the prices, but sixteen dollars is probably silly compared to four eighty. I, I just thought this she's extreme. Just has this great she will rain set up. You know, the harder, the more, more testing and wetter it is for it on Saturday, you just can't see it running poorly. It's just the Shelby 66 Johnny on the spot, hard fit, loves it wet, little skipper that's going to probably get some sort of tempo and and, and finish off strong. Nico, you got a uh, a good handle on these uh, two-year-olds. What's uh, what's your read? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm kind of similar to Walt. Like, she's, she's extreme. She's already been 12 into 850, so maybe that's a guide of where her price sort of may end up sort of later in the week with the early support. Maps well, I don't know. It's a tough slipper though. Like the, I don't think the Melbourne horses are completely out of play. Like Jack and I was really good in that. Um, Blue Diamond gets the blinkers on. What do you even do with Cool and Gatter? Like the win in the Magic Million, she only just beat Russian Conquest, but I suppose the whole way through, she's been our best two-year-old. They always look like there could be something that could go past her, and I don't know if anything has. Like she's still probably seat one A of what she's shown, isn't she? Like tough race, real tough race. And that camp, I mean. Uh, Ma Eustace, I mean, you just can't deny them in any scenario to present a horse into a big race, as we've seen with Hitotsu and this and that. So we, I know, I know, you know. I saw just, a little bit of vision of a, I think it was a jump out maybe at Hawkesbury or Newcastle or somewhere. Went like, like a rocket. Just yeah. killed him. One by about four. Yeah. So it could just be flying, but. I got 11 horses between $8 and $16. <laughs> I don't, think, I don't think that's, that's possible. Good... Like, I've never seen a slipper like that. The horse mm. I wanted to back was probably Rise of the Masses, but he drew Barrier 20, so he's probably completely out of play now. But I thought sort of each way, he'd probably be the one that would be right there in the finish. It's, you know, you're tough on you speed. You can't knock horse. him at 40s or 50s, that's for no. sure. But he's going to, you know, carve across and he'll, he'll he's, geez, he, he tries his guts out. He just he just wish he had another a length up his sleeve probably, but uh, definitely not knocking it at the If price. he drew like Barrier 4, you'd be pretty keen. So I'd be keen each way, like 26 or something, but. Barrier twenties, he's probably just completely out of it. Yeah, it's not a, it's a, there's not too many fast horses though. That's the thing. Coin of the ball, maybe. Um, they probably decided that they're not going to be trying to ride it with too many sits again. I guess, and there's not much speed. It's, it's quite interesting. Sevenak, Sevenak bombed the start, and the Blue Diamond was okay. He's only had two starts. It's, it's probably it, got I thought it went side. well in that that race, considering mm. it's not doesn't look a turn of foot horse. Sevenak, if it sort of cruised in just behind the speed, it, it, I thought it was. Big price, actually. I think I marked it sort of half its price as well, $15. Or it's about 30s or something, isn't it? 34 and you got a bonus yeah. at Willie Pike on. Yeah. Uh, Jack and I's got the blinkers on first time. I, um, I've i wanted blinkers on this horse for a long time and finally get him. And I think you, I don't know if you said it well, or someone else, but um, he looks like he's going to be even better. And I think Mick Price said during the week that he'll be maybe a better 14 or 1600 meter horse in time. So he, he just looks like he has, If you, I think the day that you backed him, Nico, uh, back in December, uh, he just switched off, and he, he's still so raw. I think this we had to, he just got pushed wide. That like, it was a horrible pattern for him last start, but he just got pushed wide probably a hundred meters early last time. Even though you know trying to overcome the bias, and and you know if he probably isn't weakening on the line, 
uh, everyone's super keen here, and he kind of had to weaken. Like he, otherwise, he, he, he's a he, super he, horse. It's just a matter of how bad that form is or how good that form is. I've, mm. I've, for the first time in a long time, listened to RSN on the way in this morning, and they had Mick Price on it. He wasn't, he wasn't glowing about the way Jack and O's travelled up. It sounds like it might have taken a bit out of him. Um, he said he got there in the box and just had a big laydown, which just sounded is uncharacteristic. At Danny Williams Barnes. <laughs> 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 that might be the place you want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I think he said uh, oh. Joe Ryan's from what he was saying. So, oh, no, <laughs> uh, he's all right. He's all right. Yeah, Se- just looks something like a yeah. Thirty four dollars seems a massive price if you're trying to look for something completely outside the box. But I, I think, mate, you could box six in a Cordella and not strike a blow. It feels like a new market, doesn't it? They might as well run it down the straight. Mm, it's crazy. It's a it's a great great little betting race. All right, if uh, what if you want. Well, well, like if you can, like, couldn't think of anything worse I'll, I'll, to bet in. <laughs> well, if you find Six, the winner, you're going to be getting a price, aren't you? I t- if it was a dry track, I would be backing Best of Bordeaux to my asshole bled. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> That's uh, the, the forecast is four mil on Friday and then eight mil possibly on Saturday. Mm. So it's like it's cactus there again. I did try and get the jockey off for a few weeks too, but we, <laughs> the, if that was a bit of a stiff go, like two for two, it's pretty hard to get him off yeah, there. But I think he's glued to the horse, but. Uh, yeah, interesting horse, best of order. Cra- yeah, cracking race. You don't have to have much on it, and you can uh, get a good prize if you can find the winner. But it is, it's uh, it's a complete raffle. So if uh, if you want Walt's late late thoughts, uh, make sure you head to racingwatch.com.au and uh, jump in his Discord chat. There's a heap of lunatics in there, and uh, they talk. They can find winners from Big We're and Underbird to Matter Matter. You know, that's, a, that's part of the you know part of the. It's, it's actually a positive for me being <laughs> suicidal. It's normally where I do my best work. Oh, mainly New South Wales Metro and Provincials, but um, there's all sorts of mail in there, so make sure you check that one out. Flemington, it's All-Star Mile on Saturday, but on Friday it's uh, the Alistair Clark meeting at Mooney Valley. Let's have a look at the market. I think Gay's Horse is the uh, the favourite here. That's a nice little weekend away, and it? it's a good uh, lads trip. Uh, Mooney Valley, Friday nights, uh, probably the ballet, and then you just uh, dust yourself off and uh, get into Flemington the next day. What? That's all right. Just, Do you know what's going away. on there? We'll be cashed up this week. I, I, I can't wait to hear this Alistair Clark preview. All right. Castle Ray Kid, uh, 330 favourite. El Patroness, uh, 380. Lucky Decision, $7. War Eternal, 750. Bon Vivant, 850. Um, and double figures the rest. Early thoughts here, Nico. No replays here. Uh, Castle Ray Kid uh, did it all his own way last time and. Uh, can anything beat it? Uh, well, I'm I'm seat one A of the fan club of Castlereagh Kid. So, look, I think he's better suited to Mooney Valley leading than say a, a track like Caulfield. I think if he can get really rolling down that side and really sort of ollie sharpen that tempo up, um, I think he'll be hard to beat. He'll be hard to catch. I do think this race is probably a bit stronger than what he faced last up, but getting out to two thousand meters is only going to help him. And I think Ollie's really found the key to this horse. You just got to go fast, run him into the ground, and he'll just keep going for you. So. Look, if I was betting into the race, um, he's definitely got to be on your side. Walt's horse, War Eternal, he's definitely in the game. Off the run in the Randwick Guineas, was pretty good. Brings in probably the better form lines, but um, it's a tough ask coming down from Sydney to the Valley. It uh, does look like 2,000 metres is going to suit him. I think the big improvers probably can't go Wong, who ran a big race there in the Autumn Classic last start. Sort of from out the back, uh, was really good late. Um, sort of the margin he was taking off the leader sort of the last 200 metres there. So I think with the blinkers on, Mark Zara, he's probably one at 20 you could have on your side. But, yeah, Castle Ray Kid, definitely the horse to beat. Uh, I'd be probably laying our patroness. I reckon she's way too short at 380. She's like $7 to me. But I, um, I, I, I nearly fell over when I saw this race is worth now $750,000. It obviously was the beneficiary of when they're throwing around all that prize money that us punters provide the industry. This get a boost can of you, about. Can you say that again? I just like the way you said it. Seven hundred fifty thousand. Was it half? Was it even half a million before? Has it gone up a quarter of a million? Mm. Has it for a group two of well, these B and C grades? I think they were trying to catch a few out of the Australian Guineas by the looks of it. But and uh, what's what's the plan there? They're also trying to catch the Australian Guineas horses to get into the All Star Mile. So. Well, I don't know. I think it's just—it's really just a play to keep them in Melbourne, isn't it? There's no other reason to it. It's the day before the Rosewood Guineas. Biggest prize money group two going around. Jesus. Mm. I think it'll—it'll it'll be better for it next year. Yeah, definitely. But there'll be a lot of trainers looking at that this year. Like, of course, like forgot you tackling Animo and Converge this weekend. Like, why isn't he just in that in race? That race. I would have thought. Yeah. But even a Totsu, like 
seemed like it'd be an absolute gimme there for him, but no. Um, yeah, my mate, my, 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 see, Mar Eustace has got four runners in her anyway. They're obviously targeting the prize money, but um, maybe next year we have a long range of plan, long range plans. It's obviously what they're looking for. The rich may get richer there with Singer. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I think uh, I think War Eternal will be the way I play. The Bon Vivant form seems a bit more questionable than the War Eternal form. And El Patroness is just, I mean, it's two of that. I've fallen into oh, her I, so I many back, times. I backed War Eternal last. I thought it'd be in the right spot, and it was it was a big price. But it it just it just it just cried out that he poured too much work into him or something, just flattened him a bit. He didn't have that early speed to sort of hold a spot, and then really through the line he was he was going quite well. So if he can be close enough, I think he'll run very well. That that's Got to be the right form line, Animo. Mm. D Lane's one of the best Mooney Valley riders. Chris Roots told me he's an underrated <laughs> galloper. <laughs> You've got to carry that form everywhere. Uh, yeah, we've got a little project for Chris Roots. That's to explain the New South Wales minimum bet, bet, bet law. So I'll chase him up on that and see see how far I get down the rabbit hole. Good luck. Mm. Good one. All right. Saturday is All Star Mile. A couple of uh, yeah surprise inclusions here, and the races have fallen away. Which is a little bit disappointing, but uh, I think the concept's still not too uh, not too bad. The concept? I thought there was a horse called Concept. I was getting excited. I was like, "There's one I've never heard of." <laughs> some uh, some new forms, some DF. All right, All Star Mile betting top sport uh, three dollars forty. Zaki DK's horse, uh, inspirational girl five fifty. Knocked him off last time. Pinstripe six fifty. Uh, I'm Thunderstruck seven dollars. Uh, both will be uh, looking for clear paths. Uh, Tafane, $14. Lightsaber, $18. Mr. Brightside, $18. Sierra Sue, uh, $19 from DK's camp. Cascadian, $21. Ice Bath, $26. Cap Devon, $34. Call Sand Mav, $41. Uh, and that's about uh, the chances there. We're going to have a quick look at the replay of uh, I'm Thunderstruck and Sierra say, Sue first. Why is he such a big price? Well, he's coming from Caulfield, Nico. He's such a big price because he drew barrier one. He's probably going to face a very similar task to what he faced on this day, just run up bombs the entire straight. Uh, we saw his best win was probably at Flemington, going back to the sort of late winter where he absolutely bolted in, but he was on the outside of horses. Um, he did win the Turak, sort of taking gaps, but this is a horror draw for him. Uh, he looks completely set for the race, going to peak here third up, but... Now he's got to carry the 59 mixed in with the horror draw. Uh, I kind of found him hard to be with here. I'm Thunderstruck. I was kind of like he's $7 now. I kind of had him around 10s. Um, I do agree with DK's arc. He's not a champion or anything like that, but this is his race. Sets up well for him, doesn't it? Perfect draw, barrier 15. Like there's good speed drawn underneath him. J Car probably just controls the race from that barrier. If they go too slow, she can keep pushing on. They're going quick, she can come back, sit, you know, one out, one back, two pairs back, one off, outside lead. Like, I can't see a, a race shape where this horse isn't suited. Like the three all-star miles we've had run to date so far, the average early speed's been about 14 lengths above. His best win in Australia was in a doom and cut where they went real quick. Um, so I think he's just going to be better suited. First up run was great. The improvement I saw from him in the yard first up compared to the spring, it was like looking at a different horse, the way he was moving in really? action. So much freer, so much looser. If Say if Annabelle had him at 90% last prep or 95%, there was obviously the niggling issues because he missed the Cox Plate and he was a bit flat there in the Caulfield Stakes. I reckon he's come back like 120 this prep. It, it, is, it was amazing to see in the yard. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to bet up here 340. I marked him clear favourite, sort of 290, $3. And I uh, thought he's definitely the one that you want on your side. Inspirational girl, I think, second pick. She's a danger. Got to carry the weight now compared to giving him six kilos last start. But um, she ran a big race in the railway when they went really quick. So she'll be suited there. Look, I'm Thunderstruck's in the game if he can get the right run, but I'm sort of banking on that he won't. And if he doesn't come out and beats me, it's too, too good a ride, too good a horse. But, um, yeah, Zaki for me just looks the uh, the clear horse to beat. I thought Pinstripe was a little short as well. I sort of thought he well, was more... That's that's just typical. They put him up un way unders, haven't they? Yeah. He could run double figures and run a hell of a race, but you know, I don't they really put the flashing light that everyone's going to see it, so we'll put it up four rolls under. Yeah. You know? So I thought Mr. Brightside's probably the one... That can improve out of the blame. He looks completely set for this race. From a yard point of view, I think he'll be at his top on yeah. Saturday. Um, Just go bit, too slow there or something. Oh, he was a bit plain, man. He had it soft in front, oh, didn't way he? too slow. Um, in a real quick Cantala, which is what we'll probably see here on Saturday as well, like apples to apples there. He was a massive run end of the preparation. So I think... He'd be better uh, with a sit too, better with ch better chaser. He'd be the horse if you're playing exotics or anything like that. He'd, he'd have to go in sort of 480 of the place. Looks juicy there. But Zaki, uh, honestly, could be max bet for me.
Let's have a look at uh, Zaki, an inspirational girl. And uh, the interesting thing about Zaki in this uh, this replay, Zaki was meant to be going uh, the Sydney way, wasn't he? Over thirteen hundreds, and well, then he just and then he bobbed up in the Blamey, which is over sixteen hundred. So yeah. you'd think he'd is improve he a, a lot from there. Yeah, or is he still one short? That's the key, isn't it? That's a funny one, isn't it? Is it I, I've never seen all like he was obviously not ready for this, but he was exposed, sprinted, and then stopped. Like he just. Look like he's got, he's obviously going to improve. It's just whether he needs one more. DK? This was a sixteen hundred meter barrier trial, though. Basically, mm. right, it wasn't. You're right. He did. You know, probably the last twenty meters or something. The other one nailed him, but um, yeah, it didn't. Like you, you would have been worried if he come out and had a run like Profondo, but he's had a very soft, soft time of it in there. Yeah, he got mm. beat by a what, twenty out of ten ride and a six kilo weight swing there, like inspirational. He girl got a favorite. twenty out of ten ride too, though. Yeah, uh, you know, it wasn't as if he it wasn't as if he worked, no. dashed away, and then and then got caught late. He, he sort of suck, 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 dashed and gone. Like he just. I don't think this uh, like Zaki's advantage in a big race isn't going to be his turn of foot. It's going to be his high cruising speed, like we saw up in Queensland. Like that's not his go to sit and sprint. His go is just to run him into the ground. I would have thought, and I reckon he can do that here off a real fast tempo. I'd, he's the be- he's probably the best two thousand meter horse in the race, and I think that's going to hold him in good stead over a fast mile. Well, I'm, I'm, I think they'll be playing ACDC after the race myself, old Thunderstruck. Fall back, fall back the fence most likely. And, but yeah, if they run along and he gets the brakes. But I, I think the most telling thing from what they'll ask, just Nico just talking, is is you, what you're saying about him from the yard. Um, you know, if, he, if, he's, you know, if he's improved that much, and we did, he did have a few issues in the spring, I think that's, that's telling. Mm. I think the market's going to, yeah, that's too I sort of like. Not that it uh, means anything. Is Yeah, I'm Thunderstruck and Pinstripe. I think they'll both drift and they can... They can knock off a couple of these older horses. Tafane, have you given up on it? Oh, I just think it's, it, it saw its Miles. race early in the prep. I, just, mm. I love that oh, I'm Thunderstruck's been set for one race. I don't know what the hell they've been doing with Zaki, you know, just, and you're getting half the price. I think. If they go it hard and it gets a split, you know, and you're getting $8, I'd, I'd be happy to be with the, the target horse. Yeah. Okay. I think he's uh, going to go to the Doncaster next anyway. I'm Thunderstruck mm. or Zaki? I'm Thunderstruck. No, oh, I don't know them both. I don't know where. Who are you talking no, about? No, I'm Thunderstruck. Yeah. I don't know what Zaki. No, I'm I don't not. think you can win a Doncaster, but I think you can win that race. Mm. Yeah, it just looks grand final, grand final, like grand final day, and then he's just had no luck last start, and he was a Mucklather first up, so I think he's uh, he's the grand final horse for sure. But uh, I don't mind Pinstripe having another crack at 1600 too. I think it's. Uh, well, he only dashed up three the other day. Yeah. Didn't he? So I think he'll be uh, a big as as DK said. I think he'll drift heavily and uh, can run a big race. All right. a good race. Nico Noonan, let's uh, let's have a look at uh, the final event here. And uh, you've found one here at uh, Big Odds. So it's the uh, the benchmark 80 over 1,200, the get-out stakes, and it's Zach DeBoss as a favourite 550, Rocket Tiger 750, Ashford Street $8, Finance Choice 950, same price, Grinziga Prince, Paperboy also. And then you've got B Hunter, $13, Lavina, similar quote, tap and run, also $13, as I please. $19 from uh, the Simon Wild Yard, who's uh, on fire. He had uh, Britannicus run around uh, without us, and it's run second at a place at $26, and none of the owners had a, a, a bean on. But uh, Britannicus is in at uh, Tarang on Friday and uh, will be very hard to beat over the steeple tomorrow. And so, you're just sitting there thinking, oh, I'm yeah, I can't back start, it now. I can't back it. It's exactly going to be odds on. So that's the joy of being an owner, as you well know, John. I've, I've heard of one more... <laughs> Do you want me to tell you the good story about uh, Highmaster? I'll tell you that in a minute. All right. Let's let's uh, let's have a look at the replay of As I Please here, Nico. Nico, I like this one. Old DMP did not participate out the back here in the uh, the wild colours. Uh, another one from the yard who just like early days completely got it wrong, up on his toes, just used so much nervous energy. And I thought this was the best I'd seen him parade this day. We actually ended up backing him and more secrets. Um, and he just had absolutely no luck in this race. He runs up bums nearly the entire straight. He still ran the four fastest last 20 metres of this race. Gets a bit of clear momentum here, and then he's practically on the heels of him again. Uh, his run prior to this was down the straight at Flemington, uh, where he, again, had not much luck behind Graham Pope. Uh, I reckon he, he gets a good run here, just in behind the speed, gets Damien Oliver aboard. He's cop probably one good jock in his life, Linda Meach. He won that day at Warnable, and the rest of the time, I'd say he's been ridden by some uh, jockeys that, Needs some experience. So you get the goat on here. Damien Oliver, I reckon this horse could absolutely explode. Uh, looks like he's been completely set for this race. As I said, the tick I saw from him in the yard last start just really looks like he's coming into his own. 
$19, stalks of speed. I thought this was a massive price in the last. Uh, happy to happy to have something on him each way here. I thought I was coming out and tipping too many favourites. Can't be tipping Zaki, the favourite in the All-Star Mile, and he gets a beat and have nothing on side for the punter. So I thought at 20s, sort of in the last race, you might need something to fill a hole or get out. Uh, he could be your horse. Open race, like there's a fair few chances. Paperboy's in the game. Um, even Moeen, I'd be having something on maybe at sort of $19. First up, my Eustace of a good trial. And Grinzinger Prince is probably around the mark as well. But as I please, I think he should be shorter. And off that that last start run, a bit unlucky. Should have been right in the finish. Uh, out to 1,200. Looks very suited. Yeah, it looks uh, he's, he's copped some terrible jockeys in the oh, past. I've never heard of any of those horses. I'll be, I'll be the jockeys hard for uh, Nico's. Mel rugby. Julius, Josh Richards. Josh Richards goes okay. Logan McNeil's the last rider, so Josh Richards gets a bit it's of easy, a weird one. He was only just a fair jockey in Wagga, and since he's come down there, he's grown and he's bloody gone through the roof. Good DK, luck. you like Josh Richards? Uh, well, not, oh, I don't have any. I don't really find him a lot. Yeah, like any of them. I, I can't remember back on the winner that he's ridden, but um, but he gets the job done. <laughs> like uh, Mar and uh, Mick Kent and those blokes put him on. So. Um, does he not ride in the Krakatoa Maidens or wherever you are out no. wide there, the old no, Krakatini? No, I don't. Metro only these days. Yeah, Metro, yeah. He's one of the, yeah, one of the kids I use in town. That, yeah, that's a problem. He's ridden a million winners in Wagga, so he'd have no country claim. Well, that was a, no, that was the opposite. When he came to Melbourne, he had a claim in the bush. So, like, he'd ridden all these winners up in wherever, the Riverina. That's or right. Yeah, he'd ridden, and he, he came had, down and he had three right. kilos. So everyone wanted to yeah. use him. Oh, provincial, because provincial, yeah. Yeah. fair enough. And just blew it up last winter. They just didn't know. They just used him. He was riding two and three a day. The the poly track and all that, and they didn't. They held him back from going to town. Like they didn't let him go to town, yeah. so he just outrode the provincial claim here in Victoria very fast. But um, I'd like. I, a, would, I'd I would say he's been reason given the rap on him and how everyone thought how good he was dominating provincials. I'd say he's been found out in Melbourne off his recent form. I would like to have his um, persona. Like he's a cool customer. You get him on the post race interviews. He's flat. He's just flat, flat, flat. No matter what happens, wins a race. And, uh, you know, he's, uh, I'd like to have his uh, be betting with his emotions. Wagga, Wagga boy. boy. Wagga boy. <laughs> he's a Wagga boy. Uh, if you like what you hear with uh, Nico's stuff, you can get his uh, mounting yard mail via Telegram, 25 bucks a week. It's uh, every Wednesday and Saturday. Nico, you going to Alistair Clark? I'm not putting any pressure for you to go to the Valley on Friday night, but will you be there or are you going to just Undecided. There's a group one racing next week at the Valley. I might head out for that one. Yeah, William Reed, is it, the following yeah. week? William Reed, yeah. Better undercard. A couple of bonus uh, sets also, so sometimes you get the public holiday uh, top up there. But uh, twenty five bucks a week, you can't go wrong with Nico's Mounting Yard Mail. If uh, if you don't have time to do the form, he is the man to go to for Metro Victorian Racing. All right, we'll take a little bit of a break here, and uh, we'll get Terry Layton on from the One One Pod, and uh, we'll talk Ascot next. Welcome back to Bet Doctor Behind the Curtain. Look at how pro punters operate. I'm your host, Scoot. I've got Walt in studio in the goalie, and we've got DK and Nico out of Melbourne. And it's time to talk to Terry Layton, beaming out of Perth. It's a uh, it's its own little island. We talk about 1,000-meter races in their own island, but uh, WA, they've absolutely lost the plot over there. And uh, a little birdie tells me, not allowed at the races. Can't be true, Terry. Uh, it is It is true, unfortunately, Scoot. Um, thanks for having us back, first of all, guys. But, uh, yeah, no, we're not allowed. Uh, we're not allowed at the races unless, uh, unless, as an owner, you apply as one of X amount of owners. You Potentially, you go into a lotto-type draw or something. I'm not too sure. But, uh, no, there's no races at the moment, guys. So it's, uh, it's pubs and beers. Uh, well, if we're allowed at a pub, I'm not really sure what happens. I'll just stay in this little punting palace that I'm in, this little den, this little this little hole and, and don't leave it. Get the beers delivered up the stairs. We um we uh, they're running I mean just they're just running behind over there, but I not not saying it balances out, but I remember being deep a hundred days into our second or third lockdown, middle of last year, and um watching Kalgoorlie Cup Day with full crowd on course, all on the drink, all Yahoo and everything oh, like there. that. Oh, you were there. There you go. Yeah, I'm thinking, there. oh, those lucky, look at us, all locked down here and there. Now you're the ones who aren't allowed at the races, and we have eighty thousand at the footy. Yeah, it's a, it's an odd setup. Odd setup. Hopefully, only two more weeks of it. That's what they reckon. So, that, that, <laughs> how many times have we said that's what they reckon over the journey, though? <laughs> oh, and I see uh, the good, the good horse uh, Claire Voynt's over there is in protest about the restrictions. Yeah. It's dead now. It's it's had enough. Literally it's given up the go- yeah. So we've. We've run it into form, and now we've killed it. It literally died. Died, dead, has, gone. Has she definitely passed? You sure? 
I thought she was at the vets. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, I think she's at the vets, uh, but I, I was actually going to double check that before I came on. But I, I thought think, it was cast. No, I think I think that yeah. was falsely reported, and now she might. Yeah, she might. I've be got okay. more respect for you now, Terry. You're killing them. I like yeah. that. I like when you really <laughs> take them right out. That's good. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay out of this one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm surprised you're uh, you're oh you're in the cupboard at the moment you're in uh, severe lockdown but Utgard Loki mm. I think it was twenty one dollars in you marked it favourite John Walter pricing and couldn't get a clear passage yeah no it was um yeah it was a, a tough uh, a tough watch um I think we did super to get as close as we did for a horse so I didn't expect to pick up and sprint got a gap with about two fifty to go and. Just got run down by the two sharpest sitting sprinters in the race, which is, is going to happen when you're not rolling into the race in the 600. But um, good punting, though. What does that pay? You just have to be totally sick to be a punter. Like yeah. A lot of punters would have bled. And I spoke to Tristan on or after Saturday to see how they went. And he, he, I said, oh, well, it must have been a fill-up for you. And he said, yeah, it was a pretty good day. But he said, we, we, we laid a horse twice on Saturday, and you can guess which one it was. Two, cl- oh, two clients out market. of the abyss, a thousand dollars, two one thousand dollar bets. Hadn't heard from the clients in three years. On the new market winner, yeah. hundreds. Yeah. If you're lo- like, if you're not getting rid of some of that, I don't care who they are. That's mm. you don't get beat on hundred to one chances, even if it's by best. Uh, it's always plenty uh, of sick beats. I saw something that um, oh, quite Casey laid the winner on Did course he? as well. DK to make you smile, mate. If you're feeling down in the dumps, just go and have a look at Grafton oh, that was the horse race I was talk two to on Monday, Bali, mate. Right? Was that it? <laughs> Just go and have a look at Grafton Race 2, mate. 50s, I was the first price I took. There were scratchings. I think there was $13, $14 after scratchings on Monday. Uh, I ran out of paper. I backed it that many times. And I had a sicko mate with a nice account who did have a very big crack at Dewey into it. And uh, I think it was about 30s at that stage. Mm. Yeah, go watch that. Just have it on replay, DK. You'll feel enormous. With Grafton, what day? Grafton on Monday. Mm. Grafton on I Monday. Spoke. That's what you get. Yeah, yeah. Watch the replay of its first start. You'll die. You'll die. They put up fifties. It was the it was the biggest mistake I've seen in years. <laughs> and give me good. four days with a fifty to one chance to, to to play some multis and see what happens. Holy crap! I'll tell you what. Last time uh, Terry was on the show, we we're talking about tricks of the trade, and how you were saying it was no good, and he was you backing something to beat it next start. It come out next start and got beat. Too strong, Tezza. Yeah, it's yeah. I backed the wrong one, unfortunately. No. I didn't find Rockinori. Didn't find Rockinori to beat it. But uh, yeah, no, it's no good. Should have taken the million bucks, the old fella. But he didn't. Let's uh, let's try and find a winner on Saturday. And uh, the gim crack for two year olds is uh, one of the features there. Over eleven hundred meters. And Amelia's jewels the favourite. Oh, Amelia! Last winner I backed. Tell you what, talk about stuff up prices. You were saying they went up fifties or something about. And guess what price? You started even money um, first up. It's you couldn't miss its trials, and they put up um, no. eleven bucks in this race. No, 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 not this race. No, like, it started. First up. The, it yeah. started the same price as this, but they put up eleven dollars when it jumped even money oh. on the debut. That's that's mm, as big yeah. a stuff up as I've seen over here. Whoever did it actually, that they're no longer putting up odds first. It's at uh, Green Tab. Are we allowed to give them? Am I allowed to give them a, them a crack oh, or not? Crap. But uh, they're no longer going up first. They've been. Uh, yeah, he's been. He, he or she has been sacked. Rightly so. Yeah, Amir's Jill's a favourite here. So it looks like they've got the price right. Yeah, time. Like someone in the race, a couple of the the little monkeys in the race had taken the eleven dollars the way they sort of rode them in that race, but it did, it wouldn't have mattered. Jeez, it went like a rocket. She's graceful, seven fifty. Uh, As Asla is uh, eight dollars. Divider Belief nine fifty. Fear Richie Mama eleven. And Costume Party thirteen dollars. But the replay that uh, Walt's talking about, and we're gonna have a look at is Amir's Jewel. Just absolute PR. And mm. I reckon the bloody one was yelling. Go now, go now. He was the he was the one with the other form in the race. Yeah, it was a fair it was a fair old steer as well from the awkward gate. He chucked it into the one one and um, when costume when costume party leveled up at the top of the straight because that's the horse the widest horse in about fourth there. Uh, it's actually goes pretty good. So I thought this is going to be the the test to see if it's any good. And I don't think Carver used a stick on her on her once at all. And um, yeah, those that were quick jumped into the seven dollars. I I wasn't one of those. I don't really have any ability to do so, but. Uh, was sevens into about two eighty for the Caracatta across the board, and and you'd think if she holds that type of form, we haven't we haven't really seen any gun two year olds. Nothing's really jumped out at I me. Mean, we have no real. Usually we get a couple of real good jump and runners. You know those type that just go to the front, they lead, and then they're not seen again. Obviously that the babies, that's how they're educated. We've seen very little of that. So look, I think um, yeah, I think she'll be winning on Saturday, and I think she'll be winning um, probably the Caracatta as well in, in a couple of weeks' time. Tell you what. 
Speaking of Karakata wins, what can we see in the back there? A winning owner of the Karakata, hey? A little plug for that while we've got that one there. Big deep. Well, what a time Fing- to bring that up. Fingers crossed you can get there. Hey? Oh, well, yeah. Fingers crossed you can get to the race. To watch it. Huh? Oh, we'll I get love that race. horse. Yeah. I love that win. He's just a nice horse. Yeah, hmm. she looks uh, She looks a really nice horse. The danger, the interesting one, I, I'm not giving it the respect everyone else is, but David Harrison's been saying um, the entirety of the season um, that the best of his bunch is a horse by the name of Divine Belief, number 11. Um, he's had plenty of winners throughout the season too, so he's got a fairly good cattle to judge him against. Um, it's debuting here. She's debuting here. Um, the thing she hasn't her advantage is she'll try to go forward in a race without all that much speed. Um, and with the easterly in play, it's, there's a big chance it's going to be suiting those on speed. But I I don't know. The trials were good and whatnot, but but race experience and what we've seen from Amelia's Jewel and the fact it's 1100 not the 1000 If I can see some $2.40, $2.50, uh, late Amelia's Jewel, I'll get involved. I reckon there might be just a little wobble on the fact that there'll be two or three others they back. So... Um, yeah, hope for a little wobble to mid twos, and I reckon I'll get involved. So it just goes to show how our fickle breeding and all popularity stakes plays. That divine beliefs by playing God, you just never hear of that being a stallion over in the eastern states, and it just goes to show like how hot and cold and volatile it is. Like you guys, some of the stallions that pop up over in Perth, you just never think that they're at stud. Obviously, there's been a lot of talk about profiteer and uh, lots of horses going 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 to stud, but um. Yeah, it just goes to show that a good horse can be thrown from any sort of sire, but um, the popularity stakes is just crazy. Like Siuni is the sire of um, Amelia's Jewel. That's just a little side plot there. But um, well, you look at the, crazy the whole entire race, there's, there's barely a horse in it with a big-name stallion maybe. No. Looking through, Almaha was probably the biggest of the lot of them there, so just a different ball game, isn't it? I shouldn't get everyone started. It's a uh, jeez. Bro, breeding's not breeding's not in my wheelhouse yeah. anyway. That's why I'm just going quiet here. It's kind of, yeah, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> I'm staying quiet. The Perth Stakes is uh, another good race. Give me one more reason. Four dollars. It's the first start. He might shed some light on that horse. It's Snowdome is five fifty. Uh, Mancraft seven dollars and left the building eight fifty. All the Kingsmen ten dollars. Street Parade eleven. Thoughts here? We've got no replays. No, this is a yeah, this is a this is a cracker. This is a race where there'll be. Yeah, everyone will be tipping something different, I'd suggest. There's probably 10 live hopes. Um, not sure about this favourite being the favourite. I think whenever Simon Miller wheels out a uh, unbeaten one from the trials, everyone gets scared and they initially just as price. We've got a price at favourite. We've got a market favourite. But its trials weren't as impressive as Amelia's Jewel, obviously, and they don't need to be. But um, he was under the stick in the trials. There was an unraced horse um, who hasn't trolled that well besides it taking ground off him. I don't know. I'm just happy taking it on. It'll probably come out and, and blouse me, but um, that's that's not for me. Um, there's there's a very even bunch here, but this is a race with a lot of speed. There's about five or six, all drawn well, that'll attack for the top. So I'm going to look for something just off them, and it's a horse called Left the Building. Uh, where are we? Number nine. Uh, Clint Johnston Porter, Luke Fernie. Luke Fernie's been the dominant two-year-old trainer um, this season. Uh, he's winning everything. I think the fact that Clint has gone on over Man Crush, who's shorter in the market, I think, at the minute, um, would suggest that's LK's number one. So uh, trial back in November was huge. Uh, went great on a leader by day on, I think it was Railway Stakes Day and the Crystal Slipper. Recent trial was four deep, no cover the trip, just was massive. From the gate, they can tuck in behind the hot speed and yeah, I reckon we'll see $10 each way throughout. I don't think this one will be too well supported with so many strong money horses here and I think that's the way to go. Look for a horse with a little bit of cover um, and I reckon it can finish over. Mm. And the last uh, race we'll have a quick look at is the Grandstand Cup over 1,500 metres. Son of God's a favourite at Top Sport 350. Bruce Almighty, $5. Dom to shoot, $5. Footy season's back. Coming around six fifty. Oh. Son of Bacchus, $7. And uh, playing Marika, $10. Thoughts here? Mate, I'd be pretty happy if uh, I'm an Eagles supporter, so I'd be pretty happy if the footy season wasn't back. I'm just, just saying. Cancelled. Gold Coast are, uh, Gold Coast are into favouritism. We're, we're playing at home against the Gold Coast and we're not even going in favourites. Deary, deary, mate. It's going to be a it's going to be a long six, seven months. Sorry. I didn't know they were still here. Who? The Suns. Are they the still Suns? alive? Oh, they're they? going good. Yeah. Well, oh, is Clark, is Clarkson good. coaching them yet? Oh, Clark, Clarko have to be, but... Um... Try by membership. It'll take you 20 minutes and you still won't be able to figure it out. And then you can't even park at the ground. I drove past again the other day. There's nowhere to get a park. I, it's, I don't know how they exist, the Gold Coast Suns. It is no. a mystery. No. 
No, exactly. It is weird. I, like, I don't know anyone who really well. follows them or whatever. It's weird. It's just that it's like they don't exist. But most football teams up here are like that. Mm. And that stupid NRL ground they've got here where you've got to park. You can't. You've got to get a train there. Yeah, yeah, you can't park there either. It's the worst why, ever. why wouldn't you do that? Because you need a car. You need a car on the Gold Coast. And it's the one joint where they had all the land Looks they wanted, grouse. whatever. They had all the money for the Com Games or whatever they had to do, whatever they liked, and they just butchered it. Yeah. Mm. Mm. That's so so bizarre. Mm. It's so it's so weird. It's not like they just don't want anyone to go to the sport up here. Yeah, when when it should be like a sporting capital of Australia, like it's the best weather, best everything, like all brand new facilities. It's crazy. They they had the opportunity to do it, and they mm. just butchered it. Oh, back to the races. Grandstand Cup, 1,500. Uh, yeah. yeah. I, well, first of all, I didn't even know the NRL was still a sport. I thought they stopped playing that about 30 years ago. Um, wow. This is... <laughs> I this agree. Is, There's only uh, one team, but I've sacked them up the last week anyway, so everything, I'm with you now. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Uh, just no sport this year. Less, uh, all I want to watch is Luke Beveridge's press conferences, um, which won't go for very long. Uh, what do we got here? Uh, this is a pretty thin version of the Grandstand Cup. Um, there's plenty. I want to put a line through. Just grabbing up the current market, as prepared as I am. You got horses like Carly's Karma, who's racing. It's a 66 rater, and so it's 16 points, eight kilos below the minimum. It's not even going that well, and it's it's 14, 15 dollars. So it's just a it's a very thin old race. Um, I'm expecting the barriers and the map to be everything here, and I reckon that they will show some real intent on Son of a God. Um, the seven or eight leaders or seven or eight uh, horses that settled in front of it from the Bunbury Stakes, they're all not here. Bruce Almighty is here. Who goes forward? But uh, Bruce failed leading last start. My guess is Son of a God finds the top. Long story shot and short. And from there, Son of a God's a, um, a different horse. So look for aggression on Son of a God. I'm... I'm three dollars ten. I was hoping we'd see four dollars plus. So the three fifty probably gets me for a bet pending how many how many beers about at that stage of proceedings. But um, yeah, I think Son of a God, and I expect Son of a God to lead, and there won't be a tactical announcement. I'll just do it off they go. Do you guys need tactical announcements over there? Yeah, it's just it's they're one all, of the they're all shadow boxing games it's anyway. It's just all garbage. I don't know why you'd t- tell anyone your tactics. It's like Luke Beveridge. Like, if, well, they should all have to like, tell them or none. There's no, nothing. It just in doesn't make any sense. Why yeah. would you tell the opposition what you're yeah. going to do? It is mental. Yeah. And who agree? Uh, it's part of the game. Yeah, trying to work Cat it. Cat and mouse. It's a race. Exactly. Yeah. Kind yeah, I like just, that. Justify the stewards' existence at times. Well, we won't. We won't start <laughs> talking about that. Or <laughs> Walt's Walt's public enemy number one. They probably only watch it, watch the show, just so they can put you back in jail. Mate, there's a dude in my chat room, and it comes up. He's never said a word in there, but every time someone types something, it comes up. Larry D is typing, <laughs> and I'm thinking that could be MVG. I just can't work it. It's like he's copy and paste everything across. So I'm trying to work it out. Larry D. Uh beautiful humans. All right, Amelia's Jules the banker at dollar uh, ninety five at Top Sport, and then uh, Son of a God could be uh, could be a little free hit there later in the day if you take the uh, the double there. But uh, Terry, I hope we have a little bit more luck. Just before he goes, because um, we didn't have him on last week, uh, you expect that sort of performance from Kiss on all four cheeks here last week, um, Terry? Well, we're, we're quite lucky actually. It's quite an uh, unique situation where there's a yard watcher who was in Perth for when she went around first up uh, and second to this will test you. And then he actually happened to be in Melbourne doing the Flemington races uh, at the same time. And he flicked through a message five minutes before the jump and said, she just, she's come on, looks amazing. Um, so it was really interesting getting someone's opinion who actually got to see her both in Melbourne uh, and in and Perth first up. But uh, look, I don't have much of an idea of the Melbourne form, but all I know is we enjoyed seeing it. And then we all like to crow on Twitter, how West is best or, you know, one of those stupid hashtags. But uh, no, it was great to say. I hope there's a group one in her because uh, she's deserved one. She's running to the good horse, uh, Western Temple over here, who's cost her one. So um, I'd love to see her win a group one. Mm. Gee, at um, a one well is absolutely yeah. bolting. I think. I think it's the only winner I back for the whole day. Me too. <laughs> uh, Terry, good luck over there in Perth. You definitely need it. Uh, it's your time to be in the cupboard. But Lucky the races are still on despite not being able to go, but uh, thanks for jumping on the show again. No, thanks for having us, guys. Good punt well. Cheers, mate. Outstanding. All right. Uh, Puntingform.com is one of our major sponsors. Uh, it looks like Glenn Boss needs a subscription. Some of the uh, the custard that he was throwing up about the new market uh, from the the other mob, uh, he needs to start doing some more homework there because uh, sometimes your eyes lie, and uh, Bossy's definitely uh, did. So make but sure you go in, to the... In, in his defence... 
he's got no idea. Like it's not, you know, like as in, it's not his job. You know what I mean? Like he, he's not been trained to do it. He's not, you know, like he's been in racing forever. But everyone it proves week to week that that doesn't mean you're educated in racing, does it? Like they all make the same mistakes over and over again. So until he's until he's lived off having an opinion on racing and putting it on the line, apart from just getting money no matter what he does, um, it's a very different, you know. Different. Well, I think it shows you can, coming at the game. Absolutely, you can live off having an opinion of racing and being completely wrong the whole time, and still live off it. Like there's plenty out there that do mm. that. That's right. But why are they the ones targeted uh, to 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 fill those roles? That's what I don't understand. It's very, I guess, you know, do you people, want the people gig? aren't easy to find. Hmm? Do you want the gig? Which one? What is his gig? What is he actually doing? Oh, he's doing like map analysis and. No, he's not. He, oh, he's doing. Yeah, he's doing what race previews and. Uh, Ned's or Ladbrokes or something. Oh, it's just an online thing, is it, or something? Okay. No, he's, he's on a lot of their stuff. Jesus Christ. I see Corey Brown's the new jockey's, jockey's uh, educator <laughs> in New South Wales. So, Punningform.com. Anyway, you should check it out if you want to uh, up, up your game. I shouldn't have brought it up. All right. Mugs Morrill. Hi, guys. Mugs Morrill this week for a big five Group 1 race day at Rose Hill this week at the home track of the Mug. He went zero from two last week, but we all know what we do in the racing game. You get back down, then you get back up. So, guys, the mug's moral this week is race 10, number nine, Mallory. The mug was on at last start each way. It come flying home, it cut the corner and kept trying on a heavy nine. Doesn't like the wet, but it does like a soft track. So it looks like we'll be up to a soft track. It'll be midfield. It's going to come flying home. And we're Pikey in the last. So the Wizard of the West for the for Ryan, for the Gerald Ryan, Stable and Sterling, Alexia Stale. So, guys, that is the Mugs Morrill this week. And for the, for the big group ones this week, in the Randvet Stakes, very elegant will be winning the Randvet. In the Rose Hill Guineas this week, I do like anime, but I do like Forgot You each way, if we get each way betting. In the George Ryder, the mug does like Colette. James McDonald, oh God, this horse looks like a tree to win a race, and this looks like a good winnable race for Colette. And in the main race of the day, boys, the Golden Slipper. The mug likes number five, Jackano, and number ten, Russian Conquest. And, and in the galaxy, the mug also, the mug likes Big Parade and Overpassed. So the mug's roll this week, guys, is race ten. Number nine, Mallory, and he likes. And in the group ones, I just said them. So, boys, and no football tip this week as the mug's given up. So, boys, good luck. And what does the mug say when we find a winner? Go find your bookie. Good luck, and I'll be back next week for Tankred Stakes Day. i tell you what, poor old mug. He's round one NRL, and he sacked it. Mate, I'm just glad that he's changed his uniform. South gives South a chance this week. He's now taken on Australia. I don't know what sort of jersey it was, but I'm in, they're in big trouble. Their, their ship, their plane just went down wherever they are. Australia could be gone. Oh, God. And he's just jumped aboard uh, Mallory. We backed it uh, first time. It uh, went around to Caulfield. Well, well last start, yeah. And uh, W Park has got it there. But uh, now he's tipping all group ones. I tell you what, he's just going to take over the whole show. It's a matter of time. Mark my words, but... Um, I think he's, he said he was none from two, but I think he, if he included the sport, he might have been none from three. So he was none from one with South, <laughs> so I know that because it was just life-changing. Uh, top sport, uh, steamers. So we call these the steamers because uh, there's steam chasers out there. So when um, smarts bet, um, these steam chasers get in, in behind them and uh, knock the prices off. You used to be one, I used to be one. Um, money moves. So uh, the steam at Top Sport is Flemington race six number fifteen pinstripe fifteen hundred at six fifty. We think the horse is going to go the other way, but definitely can win. Uh, race uh, race number eight number five here Jackano five hundred at fifteen. That could be my uh, my money there. Blinkers on. Been decent waiting bet. for them. That's a decent bet. 
Yeah. <clears throat> and then uh, Rose Hill Race 7, number one, Colding, 250 at $34. Walt? Can't knock that because it maps well, but Jesus, the horse is not going that well. But mm, Can spike is, from nowhere, that horse can't. And it is, uh, you know, Waller uh, starting to get a race. bit of publicity for having a lean streak all of a sudden. They could start jumping out of the trees. Do you think they will? Well, it's starting to get to the pointy end of the yeah, carnival I, and the tracks have been awful. Weeks, like, obviously very elegant. It's probably his bunny this week, but then uh, give him a couple of weeks and he'll find form again. Mm. You've been uh, going broke if you've been backing Waller lately, though. Espiona, Fangirl, J-Max in a bit yeah, of a slump as well. Are, um, yeah, a bit jury's out. Like, did go well, Fangirl, the other day, faced impossible task, but um, mm. the jury's out a bit. And I'd, oh, The ride on Espiona, holy hell. A lot want to sack it. It probably needs a dry track. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, the forms everything's just... explainable. Um, yeah, and he, he just, yeah, grand final day. That's when they'll all hit the roof. Nico? Yeah, I agree. Uh, grand final day, they'll definitely uh, look like they'll they'll hit some form there. Home Affairs is another one that was real disappointing from Team Waller. So they've they've definitely got to uh, start hitting some form. But, yeah, as Walt said, very elegant in B. He'd be going pretty bad if he got hit her beat on the weekend, wouldn't he? Uh, that looks like she just will win. Even with the mug, even with the mug chiming, like there's probably a length in three quarters. It should still have half a length up its sleeve. Yeah, she's carrying Australia for sure. So she's probably the horse to do it, though. <laughs> All right, any uh, final thoughts, DK, before we uh, wrap the show up? Oh, no, it's just be nice to hit the target. I uh, sat down yesterday to do the form on Tarang, and there's no no races. I know these, these horses in because they replaced all the maidens with, with the jumps. With the jumps. So uh, that was good. Tarang, one of my joints. So got to wait. Anyway, on the weekend. You can't complain too much. Geelong, Yarra Valley, Swan Hill. Swan Sunday. Hill. Now, and Swan Hill's probably the last joint I backed a winner. Good job. Had a good fill up there last, last time they raced there or something. So Good track, Swan Hill. Love it. No, daily heads, though, DK. You knocked the oh, price off there. Oh, daily heads. Yeah, no one gives a shit. Like 350 to 160, no deductions, like, and pissed in. But because you fucking tip three losers either side of it, no one gives a shit. So, anyway, and 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 getting bets knocked back because I, I just thought just be able to get on the thing. And as Scoot said, the near, near South Wales, there's no NBLs that day before. Anyway, I'm not blonde. I'm trying to be more upbeat this week. So, get into it. <laughs> Well, you can tip out Britannicus if you like it. It looks ready to go. Odds on. Jesus Christ. All right, that's that's enough for uh, enough for us. Make sure uh, you check out Top Support. Uh, they've been in the business for a very long time, and uh, they're trusted by a lot of smart punters. And uh, and shave your nuts with the manscaper yeah. uh, lawnmower. Yeah. And the lawnmower up the up the yeah. beak. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, and punning for me if you need to uh, sharpen up your uh, skills there. But uh, head to the little birdie shop if you want more of the guys. More DK stuff and uh, Nico's action and then racing watch for a Walt. But um, fingers crossed uh, you can find a winner this weekend and it uh, should be a little bit easier. So you got the AFL and NRL to uh, throw in there as well so you don't have to you can spread it around and just pick the uh, pick the eyes out of it. Best bets only and uh, stay patient. But uh, thanks for joining us. See you next week. Oh,